Listening to Inner Sense with Kavita, a podcast that inspires you to make sense of your inner world so you can live consciously and be well. My name is Kavita Satvalekar, and I am a well being expert, leadership coach, mentor, and author. We spend a considerable amount of time making sense of the world around us, but often forget to take a moment to look inwards and make sense of our inner world a core that drives our thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. Join me and let's spend the next few minutes separating your truth from your fiction. Let's talk inner sense. All or nothing thinking is one of the most common issues I see with my coaching clients. The problem with picking a side means we don't consider the gazillion options in between. Hi, and welcome to today's episode, where we will think through the pros and cons of black, white, and gray thinking. This episode is rightfully called Black, White, and 51 Shades of Gray. Black and white thinking can be helpful. It can force us to make decisions when we're procrastinating. It can help us categorize things and find clarity in complicated situations. It can also help us make quick decisions because our responses become predictable. If you like to follow rules, you likely love black and white thinking because there is only one right way to do something. There aren't as many decisions to make and you can lump everybody into either good or bad categories. You don't have to worry about ambiguity because there is none. It is either black or white, good or bad, always or never, hot or cold, fast or slow, dirty or clean. However, the truth is that this extreme thinking is limiting you. Consider this. If people are good or bad, where do you think you would fall? If books were either the best or the worst, how many would you really enjoy? And similarly, how many outfits would you have to try on for work every single morning if your clothing were to be perfect? Although black and white thinking appears to be simple, it can easily trap you. On another note, I recently read a statistic that shocked me. Most human beings spend close to 50% of their day in what is called autopilot mode. Anytime our mind wanders from the task at hand, we switch into autopilot mode, which is a state where we can continue doing tasks quickly and accurately and most importantly, without conscious thought. For example, driving while following directions on a map or walking while listening to music. As human beings, our comfort zone is to be in autopilot mode. When we relate this autopilot mode to the way we think, our autopilot thinking is generally in black or white. We are instant in our judgments to immediately categorize things as good or bad, true or false, friend or foe. When in an autopilot thinking mode, we sacrifice effectiveness 
for efficiency. Meaning, although this black or white kind of thinking appears to be efficient, most times it isn't effective. On a recent call, a client mentioned that he wasn't happy at his job. On further exploration, he realized he was stuck because he was in a mode of black or white thinking. He had given himself just two choices, stay and continue working in a role that he disliked or leave and find another job. None of these two options were actually attractive to him and so he was stuck. With further questioning during our session, he realized that he hadn't even considered the numerous options in between. And by the end of our session, he was hopeful about potential alternatives. Black or white thinking could actually be considered a negative thought process. With this kind of thinking, we see things in terms of extremes, that is, in black or white. In the example I just mentioned about my client who was unhappy at work, his two options were either to stay or to go. His thinking was based on absolutes and that was limiting him. That said, black or white thinking is very common. Sometimes we can't see options because we're tired and stressed. And sometimes we get stuck in a rut and just can't think of any other ideas. And because of the sense of safety that this type of thinking lures us into believing we have, it's sometimes hard to break out of. Here are three questions you can ask yourself if you realize you predominantly make black and white decisions. If your friend was stuck in your situation, what advice would you give them? Thinking of someone who you truly respect and admire, how might they look differently at your situation? And what suggestions would they have for you? And third, if you were to consider what's possible instead of what's probable, how does that change things? Once again, those three questions are, first, if your best friend was stuck in your situation, what advice would you give them? Second, thinking of someone who you truly respect and admire, how might they look differently at your situation? And what suggestions would they have for you? And third, if you were to consider what's possible instead of what's probable, how does that change things? To feel better, and more importantly, to develop a more grounded understanding of the world around us, it's important to recognize all or nothing thinking when it crops up for us. And at that time, it's also important to take steps to develop a more effective viewpoint. We need to be able to see the shades of gray inherent in a situation in order to make wise decisions as to how to proceed. The essence of thinking gray is not to form an opinion about an important matter until we've heard all the relevant facts and arguments. Thinking gray can be difficult given how we are hardwired to take mental shortcuts and to do what's easiest. Here's a quick telltale sign that you're thinking in black and white. Whenever you're starting to feel stressed, you are likely thinking that you have only two options, A 
or B. If that's the case, remind yourself that in reality, you have the whole alphabet full of options. See if that helps and give yourself the permission to stay open to all the possibilities for your life. To summarize our episode, black and white thinking, although efficient, is not necessarily a conscious way to move forward. Instead, to make decisions in gray is to be flexible, to see things from both sides, and to have an open mind. In other words, to make decisions in gray is to put yourself in the other person's shoes. So, the next time you are presented with information that challenges your beliefs, remember to think in gray and take time to hear all the facts and arguments before forming an opinion. Finding the truth is often a challenge, but the reward is worth the effort. And with this nugget of inner sense, may you consciously choose to think and make decisions in black, white, or any of the 51 shades of gray. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Sense with Kavita. I hope today's episode helped you look a bit deeper and understand yourself a bit better so you can consciously move towards a state of well-being. If you liked what you heard, please comment below, share this information with someone you think will benefit from hearing it, and do subscribe to my podcast so we can stay connected. To learn more about me, please visit my website at innersensecoaching.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Instagram. Live consciously and stay well. Thank you.